Hi guys, welcome back to another video. Today we are talking about the Ricoh GR2. It's not going to be a deep dive into the technicality of the camera. Um, it's just mine and Luke's opinion on the Ricoh GR2, how we personally use it, what we like, what we don't like about it. Um, and this is all because we have an upcoming video um, coming out soon on the Ricoh GR2. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, please let us know if you've got a Ricoh GR2. Let us know in the comments what you think of it. Also, don't forget to like this video and subscribe and note notification something and comment and tell you. Um... And follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our mailing list, which is www.front.photography or that way. <laughs> I should get paid for this. I would say I haven't used it properly for a start. So it's great. It's a great uh, way to kick off. I've used it. I've set it up how I like it being set up uh, with like the positive film setting for the JPEGs and uh the buttons doing what i want them to do and then i kind of don't touch any of that stuff again which is the way i do it with every camera um and i bought it because i well i had it yeah because you had it <laughs> this is my main digital camera right the x pro 2 and i bought a right this is my main camera with a different lens. So I bought a 28 mil equivalent, which is the same as a Ricoh, little pancake lens, because I was like- What is that camera you holding there? Because if you're cutting the last bit out, people need to know. I'll leave, I'll leave a bit of it in. Oh. The X-Pro2, right? And I bought, and it's, it's a fairly sizable camera, and I bought the pancake lens to make it more pocketable. And it's a really decent lens, but since, buying this i've never gone out with this because this was bought to be to make this camera pocketable but when i need a pocketable camera you've got the reason like that and i would also say i think buying i mean this i i did this but i think buying a camera because you can put it in your pocket is like should be should be way way down on the list of reasons to buy a camera because that's basically I'm buying a camera for what I can do with it when I'm not using it. Like, yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree. But again, it kind of depends on again what you're what you're shooting, right? Because mm. for me, the attraction to buy a small camera that I can get out my get out my pocket and take a photo in in about a second, give or take, mm. is attractive for what I originally bought the camera for. Yeah. And again, like I said to you, one of the reasons I bought the camera was to use it in my own family life. So not not so not so much about making the perfect photograph or street photography. It was about something that I could have on me without having to have a camera strap on, without having to like hang it around my waist or anything like that. Mm. I just have it in my pocket so I can get out. Oh, smile, guys! Bang, capture a moment, and it's there. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's very unimposing as well, isn't it? 
Oh yeah, massively, yeah. But you don't like the look of it, do you? No, 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 I don't. But I'll talk about that in a second because I've just yeah, remembered something excellent, right? So one of the reasons that I wanted to stop taking this out with me when I went out with my family, my kids, was because I always put it around my neck, right? And I'll do a demonstration. It's about the height of my son, right? Maybe a little bit shorter. I'd have it around my neck and the amount of times I've gone like that and smashed it into the top of his head. Yeah. I need to stop doing that, but it was like the smallest camera I had to take out. So it's like the perfect cover story, that isn't it? Just yeah, <laughs> for why I need to block him <laughs> around the head. And also, and then I saw this. It's quite beaten up. I mean, I don't think it's too bad, it, and it, none of that stuff bothers me. But I saw it online, like two hundred and something quid, which is like probably a hundred pound less than you'd normally pay for a secondhand one. So I was like, yeah, let's let's briefly touch on the price because brand new they're what about five hundred and fifty quid, give or give give or take, yeah. Yeah, so it's GR two is four seven nine, GR three is seven four nine now. But a few months ago, this was, I think you're right. This was like five fifty still new, and the GR three was like nine hundred or yeah, was that that stupid? Yeah. Well, again, you can pick up a decent second-hand one for what about? Well, if you're lucky, two fifty, maybe three fifty, depending well, on the condition. I, yeah. I looked at, you know, as we all do all the time, look at cameras on eBay, tra- track the prices on stuff that you never intend to buy, and I three fifty for this in decent condition. Um, so to get this for under three hundred quid, I was like, it's fine, and if I don't like it, you know, can sell it. Um, and yeah, it was that sort of thing. So the reason I've never really used it properly, I've never gone out for a day of shooting street photography. I wouldn't, I've never picked this up because this is more of a, oh, I'm going out with my kids. I need something that I can yeah. put in my pocket when I'm like running after them or whatever. And you can't, yeah, they're experiment perfect for that. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think it, uh, going back to it, it depends on the kind of photography that you take, and also maybe location can be a factor. In fact, one of the photos that I sent you to—I don't know if we're going to flash it up or whatnot—is yeah, my photo that I took in Barcelona. And yeah. It's just some mopeds outside the hotel that that me and Vicky were staying in. Mm. But I'd never been to Barcelona before. We were there for I think three nights. It was actually my birthday. We went there to go skateboarding, um, and. Barcelona's got a bit of a reputation, right, for getting stuff robbed. So mm. for me, the Rico is perfect because I didn't have to wear it around my neck. I didn't have to lug it around in one hand all the time. It would just fit in my pocket. Yeah. And knowing that it would take crystal sharp photos was was ideal for me for, for that kind of thing. Mm. Um, and again, going back to like the street photography style of it, it's it's a perfect camera for street photography. I do miss looking through a viewfinder, but at the same time, it still takes a great photo without doing that. It depends on the experience that you want to have taking mm. the photo, I guess. Yeah, that kind of stealthiness is good. And yeah. uh, what I kind of always used to do anyway was if I was trying to take a stealthy photo with the X-Pro2, I always hold it low down anyway and kind of look through it like that. So yeah. it's kind of... It feels quite natural using that. I yeah. do like 
the option. I know you can buy a stupid little thing to go on top, can't you? But yeah, I, I even looked into getting one of them. I think I even looked at then I couldn't warrant buying it because I think they're like a hundred quid. Give give it again, give or take, maybe even a bit more than that. But you can yeah. get a cheap one. You can get a cheap one for yeah. 20, 30, maybe 40 quid. But then I was just like, well, I'm I'm not, I can't. It's, it's not doing anything. There's not a purpose for it apart yeah. from to look through it to feel like you're taking a photo. So and I couldn't it, even justify that. And then it doesn't fit in your pocket anyway. Yeah, not with that one anyway, yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, so like I... I thought when we started saying, oh, let's do a little video talking about this camera. I was like, I haven't taken any photos that I like using this camera. And since I've said that to you earlier, I'm like, no, I actually have. Like, I can think of quite a few just bits and bobs that I've put on Instagram. So I'll check a couple up. And there's a couple of photos I showed you the other day, um, just like on a bright, sunny day. And it really like highlights how crystal clear the photos are that it can take oh, yeah, definitely. 16 million pixel sent yeah. like APS-C sensor and the rico lens you can't really go too far wrong but i've taken a lot of photos on this where i'm like it's probably because i'm not super used to the setup of the camera but i've taken some stuff on it where i'm like it just looks a bit crummy yeah. um i don't and Whereas I know if I was using, if I'd been using my X Pro Two, I'd I'd have got a better shot, I would say. But that's probably me. It's probably because I'm more used to the camera. I prefer using that camera. It's always what I take with me. One of those things I'm, I kind of want to get out of the habit of doing is going out to shoot film and taking a digital camera with me. And that's this nice. this does not help with getting out of that habit because it's so easily it sits inside your coat pocket or whatever and then you end up with loads of digital versions of your film photos and stuff but it's quite a hand you know if you do need to do that it's pretty handy well i remember kind of like pre-covid pre-lockdown oh yeah so i must have had the camera about two and a half years now Mm. maybe two years i'm not too sure but i was taking it everywhere with me because a it was new i wanted to shoot the camera but b because of the size of it and the kind of things that I would I was going to well you, you take some of our ambassadors take Yoshi take well Yoshi Christian yeah they, they both got one and they they kill it it works with yeah, yeah works for them and I was going to like I was going to gigs or I was going to parties I remember going to uh, like a Christmas dinner that me and my friends put on every year and one of the photos from there I think I think you might see it, it's my friend with like the tattooed face mm. it's so easy to just yeah. get that out, put the flash on if I needed it, and I know I'd get a good photo. Mm. Uh, I didn't really have to worry about editing the photos, not for that kind of thing anyway. Maybe I'd crop them a little bit or straighten them sometimes. Um, but again, for that kind of environment, if you're you know, in the middle of a gig or yeah, at the pub or something and you don't want to just have a, an SLR or whatever it might be sitting on the, the table, it was perfect because you, you, you kind of didn't have an excuse or you to not take a photo, if you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it was easy to take the photo because it was, especially if you mess around with the settings and stuff like that, um, if you kind of know where, you know, where, you, where you're going to go or what, again, the kind of environment you're in, I could mm-hmm. just get it out of my pocket and take a photo and know it was going to be all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I used it. I mean, one of the reasons was like Sean Tucker, Sam 
Lintaro or and Yushi Christian, seeing those people using it a lot, reading a blog post on Eric Kim's website uh, where he talked about using this camera and he was like, what I wish I knew then kind of thing. And it was, well, what advice would I give to somebody, you know, wanting to get into street photography? It was buy this, put it on P <laughs> and just go out shoot jpegs only and just go out and shoot as much as possible and don't worry about editing them just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it and get into taking photos up close all that kind of thing um and that reading that i was like oh man maybe it's uh um maybe i should give it a go and like yeah um i think i said to you earlier like one of the reasons i wanted this camera was just because i wanted to own it because it's just one of them cameras you hear about all the time. And I was like, yeah. I want one. Yeah, just... well, I, I actually, I actually had never heard of it. And it was my friend, Joel Peck, um, mm. Northampton lad. Well, he didn't live here at the moment, but he's very, very good photographer, very good skateboarder. And I bumped into him in the pub one night and I asked him, I was like, oh, what are you shooting at the moment? And he literally just pulled it out of his pocket, started telling me about like a few features of it and everything like that. And then, yeah, I pretty much went home the next day, started researching it like you, like you do with anything, right? Mm. Um, and, yeah, a couple of weeks later, I'd bought it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but again, he's a very different photographer for me. He's, he's a very skilled skateboard photographer. Um, but, yeah, he uses that. I'm sure there's a lot of different cameras he uses, but yeah, yeah. I don't know, we'll drop a link to his Instagram or something. But, yeah, um, yeah he's, um, that's what kind of got me onto the hype around it. Well, that's what got me onto the camera. And then I realized there was kind of this big hype around yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember I went to Hamburg on a stag do and I took two of my favorite photos there. One of them was my friend. One of them was this, well, I'm, I mean, you can flash it up on the screen, what can't you? Yeah, Just yeah. Just a friend on a cigarette. And then there was like the street performer playing the, playing the oh, trumpet. Yeah. yeah, that's wicked. Probably two of my favorite photos. Yeah, so they, they were two of my favourite photos that I've probably taken. Well, two memorable photos that I've taken. They just so happen to be within the same weekend of each other, same week of each other. Yeah. Um, we, we met up once, didn't we? We went out and for some, we did some street photography at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I took the Rico out. And there was a couple of photos that I got from that, which I liked. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was nice to go out and kind of learn a bit more about the camera, especially shooting it at night. But it can do everything, right? It can, it can do everything you want it to do. It's got a wide lens. Mm. It's it's crisp enough that you can crop the images and make them smaller. Mm. Um, it's certainly not a bad camera at all. No, no, not at all. It's um, it's just that thing of like, whenever I go to go out, I'm like, well, I've got a camera I prefer using. So I've never gone out, but maybe I should make a concerted effort to be like, I'm going to go out and shoot this camera. But I find it like, something about it that even though it's designed for street it's not as fast to use as like the x-pro 2 i find i can be like really quick with that that's a good point as well because if you're like i don't know how you feel with it but maybe you haven't done it as much as me but i was going out every day with the rico into Mm. my local town and Mm. just for like half an hour a day while i was at work going out on my lunch break and just trying to, I, I set myself a mini goal, goal, which I'm, I think I've spoke about before, but I was just trying to take one photo a day that I somewhat liked for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, right. Two questions. Two. Is there anything you don't like about it? And uh, 
would you still buy this camera in 2021? I don't know why I did it in that voice, but... I remember what I was saying, but it answers your question. So what I like about it is it's so quick to kind of use. So it appealed to me because I was getting more and more into street photography. So I wanted the Ricoh GR2. But this is what I was going to ask you. So, when, But when I'm shoot, shooting the Ricoh GR2, because it's so small, and if you want to take one of those kind of sneaky little photos, you can do that, no problem, because it is so small, you can't really see it, especially on like a busy street or whatever it might be. But saying that, you don't really have the feel of taking a cap, you know, taking a photo. However, saying that, I do like the fact that it is very subtle or almost unnoticeable. But if someone does notice you, it doesn't really look like a, a professional looking camera. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I can't say I've ever really come across that maybe a few times. And I know that I'm kind of cocky enough to just to say to someone, but if you're not that kind of person, or if you're looking for a, a camera that if someone approached you and you want to say, oh, I'm actually a photographer or I'm working on this project of mine, whatever it might be, then it doesn't look that convincing to be that kind of camera. Where if you had something like, you know, the X Pro 2 or I don't know, X100B or whatever it might, whatever it might be, what, a, a bigger camera, you can get away with that looking a little bit more professional. So when if, if you do get stopped, you can say, oh yeah, I'm a photographer, I'm working on X, Y, and Z. Do you mind if I take your portrait? Where you can't really go up to someone with that and say, can I take a portrait of you with as much confidence as another camera? Do you know what mm. I mean? So yeah, pros and cons. But would I buy the camera? Hell yeah. Mm. I'm not. I'm not getting rid of it yet. I don't think there's other cameras I want. But um, financial situation, maybe I'll have to sell it to um, to get a, another camera. But um, yeah, putting money aside, then yeah, I I, I would keep hold of it. Mm. And is there anything you don't like about using it? I just wish there was a viewfinder. I wish there was a built-in viewfinder. Yeah. Um, even if it's tiny little one, the satisfaction of framing a shot without kind of looking at a screen, if you know what I mean. Mm. Um, but I don't know. That's not necessarily something that would. It, it didn't put me off buying it in the first place. Yeah. Um, I just kind of wish one was there. Um, but without kind of going too technical in terms of what the camera can and can't do, because there's a lot that I don't know um, in terms of how I use the camera and how I function the camera. Yeah, I'd recommend it without a doubt. Mm. I think if you compare it to a lot of other cameras in that kind of price range and bracket, it far outperforms a lot of them. Yeah. yeah, 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 massively. For me, I like the results, but I don't really like using it. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a nail on the head. Yeah, I don't like the way it looks. I don't like... The, do you know what? The 35mm camera that the, this is based on, since I've seen one of those in the flesh kind of thing um paul hughes has got one yeah i appreciated the design of this more but still I, I don't love the way it looks i don't love the way it works i don't like this thing on the back never use it sometimes i move it and it doesn't seem to do much um i don't like the way you adjust the iso with that 
Um, I don't really like the show. I quite, I quite like that, but it's a lot different to other cameras. I know what you mean. I, I, I completely understand yeah. where you're coming from. It's yeah. it's very unique in the way it works. Yeah, but it's it's like is it form over function or the other way around? <laughs> Basically, fits really well in your hand, and it take and it takes really good pictures. So yeah. that's all that should matter. But I don't think it is all that matters to me. Like I've said before, I like something that looks good or I consider to look good. I know lots of people do like the way this looks, but let's just say, so like that would be really dark, right? One, two thousandth of a second. That's really dark. That's not going to come out. Look, nothing, right? But when I look through it, I can see a picture. Yeah. So to me, a street camera should if, it, if it's showing you something on the screen you sh you're somewhat imagining that that should be the result it should give you a live preview so it's not until i get to there that i actually start getting a live preview and then i go up to there and it sort of stops again so like that annoys me because if you if you're there you've got to look Right, is that how the cat the picture is going to come out, or you're looking for you're looking for that little thing there to tell you that you're underexposed? And to me, I know you've probably dialed in your settings already before you stuck it in your pocket, but that's like it's not cool. It's very easy to change, and it's, it, you can change it very quickly. But yeah, yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's just but, not the. Whereas with this, no, look, but look, yeah. Go all the so, way. And so you know you're actually seeing what you're... Yeah, you're seeing that's what the photo is going to look like when you take the picture. So it's like, it's it's instant. It's really, really instant. That was a terrible example and it probably won't work when I watch it back. But yeah. it's like, it's instant and that's not. Yeah. Uh, and also I like being able to see what settings I've got my camera on. Like when I'm walking along with this, I fiddle with that just to get myself ready you know i think that's the that that's kind of a pro in some eyes isn't it where they've sacrificed that kind of thing to have it pocket sized and pa it's pocket power isn't it like it's a powerful little camera yeah um, but, but like going back to what you said if that's not high upon your needs of a camera then does it really matter that it can fit in your pocket or not? But again, it depends yeah. how you're shooting. If you're if, if if you're going out to take photos one day, let's say you just fancy going out to take some photos, wherever it might be, whether it's countryside, city, portraits, whatever, then you probably wouldn't take the Ricoh GR2. Again, you might take it as a backup and hopefully never need it. But if you are just going out one day for, I don't know, a dog walk or taking kids to the park or going to a party or a gig or something like that, I think it's awesome. Like yeah. I, I feel like if I got rid of it, I'd miss it for that reason because yeah, yeah. I'd then have to take a backpack with me or a camera bag or whatever it might be mm. to take photos at an event where I'm standing in a, in a crowded place. But again, saying that because of COVID and all that kind of stuff, that that kind of mm. shit hasn't happened, yeah. so it's yeah. not something full advantage of. If I was going to change it, I would put an aperture ring on it and make that the shutter speed dial. Yeah. Then that would be a killer. If you could if you could control those things there, I'm just not used to that. Yeah. But then again, 
Hey. Use flash. No, I know it's there, and I like doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I just wish that was a viewfinder instead. Oh, that would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, a little proper viewfinder, even if it was just a hole to look through. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just to, just to get the feel of holding the camera and framing your photo, because yeah. as photographers, that tends to be what you do. And then again, like the best camera that money can buy, the X Pro Two with a little eye sensor, so it switches the screen off when you put your eye up to it. Yeah. Have a little eye sensor on there, so the back screens. Well, I know lots of people who work with GR4 is being designed by ourselves. Yeah, I know they all watch this podcast. So There's things that annoy me about the camera, but I can't really knock the camera itself. Do you know what I mean? It is a fantastic camera. I think it's, you just need to be aware of how you're kind of going to shoot the camera and think about the kind of pictures you kind of normally take on a day-to-day -day basis. And then... Yeah, and saying all that stuff, it's in my pocket every day. Yeah. If yeah. I'm not out taking photos specifically to take photos it's in my pocket anyway it also works well with the camera strap as well because it's so light you can throw a camera strap on there mm. and wear it you know over your neck or whatever it might be but is that just an excuse to show off your new camera strap no i've been using it it's really good yeah eight pound amazon climbing rope strap um that i've just dropped on the floor um but no i think it i think it it can work. To be fair, I've set the recoil up on a tripod a couple of times, even though you can set the shutter speed to whatever it is. But yeah. I still use it as a normal camera, a lot, you know, how I would other cameras. I've got into photography a lot more since I've got the Ricoh GR2. That was probably one of my first expensive digital cameras, if you like. Yeah. Um, and That's... since that, it's, made, it's opened my eyes to a lot of other things I want. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not like expensive in you know, not the grand scheme of things, is it? But it's 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 a chunk of money as opposed to buying like an eighty nine pound something from Argos or whatever. But that's the point. Like what you just said, it, it's made you go out and take more photos. Yeah, that's the most important thing. And I've definitely learned from those photos, and I'm sure that yeah. you know, yeah, definitely. So yeah, go buy the Ruiko GR two. might as well talk because whatever I do, even I'm sitting, even if I'm sitting in not saying anything, Luke's gonna put this in as an awkward moment in the video. Brilliant.